now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Yeah, and it doesn't look like I'm going to get much fishing in here. This is some pretty ugly weather that that weatherman just threw on us. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Russ Francisco, top of the morning. Hey, how are you? Well, I'm a little sad because we didn't get to fish last weekend either. Um, yeah, well, it, you know, hang on. Something changes without notice, you know. <laughs> You're always so optimistic. Yeah, they, they keep uh, raising the, the rain chance today higher and higher. But yeah. the weekend doesn't look too bad. We're going to be close to 70. And next week, beginning of the week in the 80s. So, you know, it's a very, very odd October. But we'll take it. How many boats have been sold by RJ and others that have um, canvas roofs? Yep. And how many people actually use them? <laughs> not many, to not, be honest with you. No. Yeah. If they have to, but not many. Maybe in the, in the extreme sun. We had a good summer, you know, because yeah. uh, it wasn't super hot. Um, and uh, and it was great fishing weather. Uh, so it's a... Uh, it, it was a good, good run for us. We'll see. Now I'm getting a great fall out of the deal, so mm-hmm. see how it goes. My boys and I like to, and my wife too, when we go out in the boat as a team, we always bring the black dog, Labrador. And that sunshine is really tough on a black dog in a in a black boat. Yep. So we're putting up the, uh, the canvas just to protect the dog from sunburn. No doubt. Overheating. Yep. Yeah, that's not fun. It's, I, In fact, to be honest, I remember uh, we had those... Didn't we have 90s like three days in a row? Yeah, that one weekend we just, boy, it was hot. Ooh. We don't have air conditioning at our secret lake house, but uh, I, I'll be honest, that one, that one really threw me. I don't know if I've recovered from that yet. Yeah, it was warm. Yeah. But, but we bounced back. We do. So what have you heard about Lake Superior fishing? Let's start with that one. Are we doing well out there? Uh, well, it depends on where you go. Right now, with that east wind we had the last week, it pushed all that warm water into this corner, and so it's pretty warm. I talked to a friend of mine yesterday, went out of uh, uh, McQuaid, and it was 66 degrees to 200 and some feet. So he moved to uh, wow. Harbors, Knife River first. That was still warm, so he went to two harbors. Uh, and uh, he said if it's if it gets warm there from the northeast wind, he'll go to Silver Bay. Huh. But uh, just got to find that 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 line but today he's going to get sort of messed up with the, the wind and the rain and stuff but uh but he's up for the whole weekend so he'll see we'll see how he does but yeah people are running out pretty far to catch fish uh fishing's okay if you if you can run you know yeah. uh, it's nice to have a trailer boat because you can chase the water temperature right uh when you have a big boat coming out of duluth and you have to run 20 30 miles it's uh a round trip it's a long way to that's go. a lot of gas too but you know pretty soon your buddy's going to be up at isle royal <laughs> Uh, yeah, Keep for sure. North. For sure. That, that was a success story this year, too. Fishing was really good there. Uh, uh, overall, the lake produced really well. Lots of people came. Lots of people fished. It was a good run, and so that was good. In the lake-wise, uh, boy, I tell you, it depends on where you go, but, boy, crappies are big, big northerns. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know why the fish are so large this year, but uh, there's a lot of nice pictures coming through, so uh, a lot of nice-sized walleye from local lakes, too. I mean, I had a fellow send me a picture the other day. He had a 27- and a 28-inch walleye. Ooh. And uh, he was only 60 miles north of Duluth. So he just, you know, that's all he told me. I'm 60 miles north of Duluth. Okay. So okay. But uh, but that's, uh, uh, that's that's pretty nice fish for Minnesota, you know. So uh, there's a lot of big fish around. So if you play around, you'll, you'll catch them. They're there. 60 miles. I don't have a map right here. Let's see. <clears throat> it could be up around the range. It's probably Vermilion or somewhere. I was thinking to Lake Vermilion there at the casino. Yeah. It'd be about 60. Yep. Yeah. It's a good. By the way, that's a good put-in right there. That uh, casino 
landing. Yeah. Oh, it is nice, isn't it? Yeah, we do the uh, City Autoglass tournament out of there, and that's that's a nice facility. Oh, really? That's where you guys go. Yep. Ah, um, we've we've done pretty well on Lake Vermilion. You don't have to go too far past that opening to get out into good water. Yep, yep. Spring's a little different, but uh, oh, yeah. but uh, once once summer hits, uh, you can catch a lot of fish. People use a lot of lead core there. I was surprised. A lot of oh, really? uh, three-color and five-color lead core. Yeah, they've got it sort of dialed in, so that's that's been a popular way to fish there. Boy, I haven't done that since Lake Superior uh, 25 yeah, years ago. You wouldn't think lead core in the inland lakes so much, but no. pretty effective. They just run two, three, and four-color, sometimes five in deeper lakes, and it's pretty effective. Well, it'll get your lure down without too much resmataz. Yeah, and it it allows the, uh, especially in bigger water, allows that lure to have a lot of different action than yeah. be just dragging it behind mono. Yeah. What if, what what do the three color uh, option do for your fishing? Well, three colors a little get you down. Depends on how fast you troll, but with, with a regular bait, gets you down fifteen feet or so. You okay. know, so it gets you down pretty good, fifteen to twenty feet. So it's right in the right in the dial area you want to be, uh, and then you can always add snap weights to it if you want to go a little deeper. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of a fan of of a little less lead core and then and then running snap weights so you can use yes. a rod for for more than one thing. You yeah. know, stretch your dollars. Versatility. Um, my wife's great uncle, wonderful guy, um, from. Uh, uh, Faustin, I think uh, he left us. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, a couple of boxes of lead weights that he used to use on Cass and what's the lake right by there? A leech, I guess. But he also would uh, take it with him down to Florida and use it out in the salt water. And these weights are as big as, I don't know, pencil sharpeners. They're huge. Yeah, yeah. They bounce them on the bottom. It's really effective. You know, it depends on where you go. It's a little big for around here, but I mean, yeah. down down south, they, they use them a lot. We use a lot of we're using a lot of heavier weights here, though, as people learn how to catch sturgeon and things like that. So that's uh, you know, we've had to really learn and adjust to what people need. Uh, so you yeah. know, we're finding more and more ways to go fishing. You know, so it's sort of neat. Well, it's good to see it evolve and change. How do you keep up with it? Uh, just listen to your customers, basically. You can't yeah. go anywhere to learn it. And then you ask a lot of the people that do it. You call over to Wisconsin to Winnebago and ask the guys how they're doing it there and and, uh, and uh, that type of thing. Just learn learn from mouth to mouth. That's about the best way to do it. Did you ever think that uh, you'd be doing more than just selling goods? Now you're teaching, too. Yeah, I think that's they, we we learn and teach. That's you know sharing information is how we get better at what we do, uh, and that's the kind of industry we're in. You know, we we share information and, and methods and things like that, and that makes us better at what we do. Teacher Russ Francisco. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's great. That's great. Awesome. Uh, what's new? Is there anything coming down the pike that we should we should really know about? Oh, you know, it's sort of boring uh, overall. There's, you'll see some new uh, some new improvements to live scope. You'll see some new improvements to regular depth sounders. Uh, we're going to see some new rods and actions. Uh, it, you know, I, I just finished a meeting the other day, and we we were talking about it. And, and uh, there's we call it R and C instead of R and D. It's research and copy. And so right now, there's a lot of copying going on. But hopefully, in the next 
you know, in the next few months, we'll start to see new stuff coming out. Uh, ice fishing wise, uh, you know, Eskimos got a new auger. We should see those Monday or Tuesday, uh, and it's less expensive than the Ion series, and it's it's mm. light. It doesn't have quite as much poop to it, but it's but it'll uh, it'll it'll still do forty holes, so it's plenty. Um, so we're going to see uh, in, augers come down in price a little bit this year, which is good. That's been evolving as we go with batteries getting cheaper and stuff. Uh, we're going to see uh, some tin new tents with different kind of door options. Uh, everybody's sort of catching up on these side door and, and, and ice ice level door openers. So we're yeah. going to see a lot more of that out of clam and stuff. Uh, Otter being at the top of the heap is just business as usual. They got a new one. They got a they got a double wide. Uh, cabin. So they've got all these big double wides. They're huge. It almost takes a, uh, a four wheeler to take them out on the ice. This wow. one, uh, this one's about uh, five and a half feet high, six feet in the middle, and it and it's a double wide cabin. And we just played with them last weekend. Uh, I think that's going to be a real winner. That has a lot of room in it, but it's not so big, and you can put it under your arm and, and walk away with it. So that should be good. So it's stuff like that, but nothing really earth shattering that's going to change. Uh, everybody sell all their stuff and buy something different, but uh, we're going to see some improvements in different things. It's uh, worth taking a peek at. Wow. Um, and uh, as for drills, I mean, how much better can we get? We've gone from <laughs> chipping with a, a, a sharp pole to uh, gasoline to propane, and now we can plug it into the cigarette lighter in the car? We can do all kinds of stuff to charge and everything. The gimmick with foggers is to try and get the motor smaller, yeah. get the same amount of effort out of it, and get the batteries to last twice as long. And they're, they're doing it little by little. Uh, we get smaller motors. Batteries will last. Um, I mean, shoot, we've got 2,000 inches of ice on batteries now, so uh, that's a lot of ice. So, I mean, it's, uh, they're pretty efficient. Uh, like I say, everybody talks uh, about electric now, and, and where you really know it shines is, is a month from now when you go to use your auger, yeah. and you take it off the charger and slap the battery on, and it goes, and it's no seafoam, no new spark plugs, no new nothing. <laughs> uh, we are definitely uh, an electric auger neighborhood. I totally agree. I've seen it done, and uh, good for them. Anything you want to add, Russell, before we sign off? We got one more week of half race kayaks. Freddie's got, I think, fifteen left out front. We had uh, we had seventy when we started. Uh, whatever was on display is half price. He's got a bunch of deals on kayaks or canoes. I think we sold six canoes this week, so uh, we're trying to empty that lot off so we don't have to store the stuff. And so he's dumping stuff below cost, just trying to get get it out of here. And then we've got uh, boots, hats, gloves, and mitts, and smart wool socks up there, all twenty percent. So that's the first flavor of winter. And as the two next two weeks goes on, we'll be converting the store to the next season. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Russ Francisco. Appreciate it. Good job. Uh, Marine General Supply, 15th Avenue East and London Road, Upper Side. Um, stop in and tell them Jordan sent you. There's one thing I want a lot of people to think about. One of the hardest things about fishing is you take your boat out of the garage, you get it on the car or pickup truck or whatever SUV, you go to the boat landing. You back down. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're alone, it's a pain in the beeswax oh. to get the boat up into against the, the dock, <laughs> roped, secure, yeah. not drifting out into the middle of the oh. the pond. Uh, doing it alone is tough. Okay. You can't hire a helper. A boat launcher? A boat. You know, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. Yeah, just kind of sit there at the launching site and... Five bucks, I'll help you launch there your boat. There you go. But actually, there's a device. I am a professional boat launcher. Well, I, I, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> right. For 20 bucks, I'll launch your boat. 
I charge ten. Oh, okay. But there's a device that <laughs> I got from uh, Marine General. Ah. I saw it advertised on TV about five years ago. I'm going to say the name, and I might be pronouncing it wrong. <clears throat> yeah, I believe it's called a Dorado, D-R-O-T-T-O. I think that's the guy's name oh. from South Dakota. He invented it about 10, 15 years ago. And it goes in place. It goes right up where the, the crank is to bring your, your boat up. There's a switch. <laughs> Unhook it. The boat goes in. But that's not the tricky one. No. The tricky one is when you come back, you or your buddy back your your tra- your trailer in the water. Mm-hmm. You drive your boat up to it, and then you go another couple of inches, and it clicks. Oh. You're locked in. Now you hop on the dock or in the water and go. <laughs> Very nice. It's, it's a Dorado, and it's, I don't know, I think it was about 150 when I bought it. Mm. And I have... I have been applauded at the boat landing up at Abbott Road many times for uh, wow. our quick in and very quick outs. Good. And people have said, how did you do that? I said, go to Marine General. It's called a Dorado. Uh-huh. It's worth every penny. we got to take a break. We'll right. be right back. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, I thought you might like this oh, one. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Is this the Jimmy Buffett version? No, Van Morrison. Hey, where did we go? Days when the rains came. See, how did we start that? Was that after Hockey Talk? Yeah, I think it was. I was doing oldies at the time at uh, the FM station. Yeah. You were doing the hockey thing on AM, and you always wanted to hear this on the way home or something. Or something. Yeah. Good song. Van Morrison. She does have brown eyes, too. Oh, I see. Gotcha. That all makes sense now. My wife's are green, but the dog has brown eyes. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Good song. Appreciate it. I think Pat Kukul has brown eyes. She does. I knew it. Yes, she does. (laughs) But, But I haven't seen you for months and months. I think it's been years. Well, I'm not sure, though. But hey, I think so. sounds like you're busy over there. Hey, we are. Good. We really are. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. I got to say where you are. You're at Superior Shooter Supply. We're at Superior Shooter Supply, and there's no sun over here either. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, we're still busy. And I, my understanding is, my understanding is that uh, there's a lot of growth in them there. Which, yes, ma'am. <laughs> there I am. Yep, yep, there is. Um, the, with, from the amount of ammo we've been selling and from reports, everybody is tickled pink, so or whatever color they feel like being tickled by. I Yellow, so I think, would be fine with me, yellow. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's really good news. You know, it, it really is after kind of a long dry spell right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's good. It's, it's always fun, falls upon time. We have had an, uh, probably quite a bit more firearm problems and that's not any particular firearm or not and people get busy and i know it's hard to do but if you can just you know just before you get out in the woods or on your trip if you can shoot it and make sure everything's in order we're here to help uh we really are and but uh don't wait till the last minute Hmm. so and i'm scolding now because don't so no you're pre-scolding pretty scolding but nobody wants a trip ruined. 
nobody. So, yeah, we're here to Well, I live in the boonies. No, I I can just, you know, take it into my back 30, 30 acres yep, yep. and fire it off and say, hey, it works good. Uh, mm-hmm. What does somebody do in the city? Well, the you know, George Constance range is open now Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Oh, sure. uh, they are, uh, after October 15th, they'll be open every day. Uh, there's various clubs around. The uh, Superior Trap Club, I believe, is open Wednesday nights now through, you know, through fall mm-hmm. because uh, high school kids are shooting again. So, oh, sure. you know, that's certainly an option. Yeah. But I know it's, you know, I know it's difficult, but if you can at all. And one of the biggest problems and the simplest that could have been solved is choke tubes. You have to put grease on the choke tube before you put it in the gun. You have to. I just had somebody bring in a pretty expensive gun yesterday. That choke tube was stuck in there, and it's never coming out. So, unfortunately, it's a full, which is the least friendly choke tube to use. At least if you have a modified, you can kind of go to steel and lead and back again. All it takes is some grease on the choke tube. And uh, it's a common problem. And to, if you think you're going to replace the barrel now, the barrels start at $300 and up. So, uh, yeah, everybody needs to know that. It's actually the biggest, most solvable problem is to just put grease on those choke tubes every time you change them. Okay, what kind of grease are we talking? Uh, Any kind WD-40? of grease. No, don't even say that word to me out loud. Thank you. <laughs> Thick grease. Pro Shot makes some nice thick grease. There's actually a choke tube lube. Many yep. manufacturers have and a handy little syringe. Yep. If you don't have any thick grease, even some oil, but anything helps because that powder solidifies. Shotgun barrel gets a little hot, and there mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. You're stuck. So that is my big advice for the day. <laughs> I could go on, but I don't give a advice. I, I just thought of another Love good shooting that. spot. Yeah. Another good <laughs> shooting spot would be Burt's Place up there. Absolutely. They're just terrific up there. I'm unsure of their hours, but I know yeah. they're open. And what a great place to shoot. They do a wonderful job up there. Yeah, and you might even get a meal out of it, too. You could. Yeah. It could happen. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. Oh, man. That's... I, I am thinking of... I think I had a buddy that had a choke tube. He he was... I think he bent the uh, the barrel trying to get that darn thing out. Oh, yeah. I can see why. And we, you know, we've tried heating them. Sometimes we send them out. Sometimes the barrel is a long barrel. Yeah. They just cut it off and retube it. But, oh. you know, all of this, all of this could be avoided. Kind of like putting oil in the car. Could all be avoided. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah. But everything else, we've got a lot more clothes in, too, and also nice hunting vests. And, oh, and this weekend there's a gun show at in Superior at the fairgrounds. Um, we don't go because we're pretty close, but if you're on there, please stop in. Uh, we have great deals here, too, and uh, if you're not in the woods. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is. I think I, it was Saturday morning two weeks ago. I was laying in the hot tub at 8 o'clock, and I heard a kablam, kablam, and I said, ah, grouse season is underway. Uh oh, you got customers. Yeah. No, no, he says I was standing in the doorway in his way, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> we also, if you're a fan, by the way, of Benelli, we did my booking order, and we're getting new Benellis in every day. And uh, so that's, I think, probably this year, for whatever reason, in our place, anyhow, they're one of the most best sellers for us. 
But there's other good ones out there, Beretta, of course, and Browning. But mm-hmm. it seems it'll go that way certain years where one brand kind of takes over. And this year it seems to be shotguns overall, uh, though, have increased in sales. Of course, we have ammo now and something to shoot at, so that's helpful. Boy, it's a lot different <laughs> yeah. than we had two years ago. Exactly. I don't even like to re- go back in that memory bank. What a mess. <laughs> what a mess, yeah. <laughs> what a mess. Well, what are your hours at Superior Shooter Supply? We are open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 on Saturday, uh, and we're here to help. Just give us a call. If you live far away, we can sometimes do over the phone some help for you. Mm-hmm. We do ship some small things, so we're here. Good. Now, take care of that customer in the doorway. Okay, I will. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, shoot straight. Pat Cook, a lot of fun. Great gal. Uh, yeah, we are in the hunting season, and I mentioned the grouse. Uh, I could hear somebody harvesting or at least trying to. Minnesota DNR uh, maintains hunter walking trails all over the state of Minnesota. Uh, yeah, it's for foot traffic. Don't be bringing your ATV or your four-wheeler out there. Uh, but uh, you can look online if you're doing some rough grousing. That's uh, a good place to walk. We've got a lot of them around here, just north of Duluth and up the shore and everything. It's a, it's a good walk, even if you're not hunting. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back with more. Jeremiah was a bullfrog? <laughs> no. Get that. Getting back with the Beatles. Huh, haven't heard that for a long time. Thank you. You're good. You should go into radio. I considered it, but <laughs> Pays bad. there's no future. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I heard that from my dad all the time. Uh-huh. Look at me now. I've got the <laughs> frenzy going with Johnny Charleston. Good morning, John. I'm sorry I didn't push the button. Okay, let me try that again. Good morning, Johnny. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> oh, it's a tough job. Um, see, I've given you two things now. I gave you those stupid weights from my wife's great uncle. Yep. And a wonderful sweatshirt. And that wonderful, yeah, nice sweater. Yeah. Hoodie. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's a hoodie, and it says... 2023 Island Lake Fishing Opener on it. Yep. Did you sell it? No, no, that's that's vintage. Oh, you're gonna, gonna, gonna say that? Ah, very good. My son will be happy. He was hoping you'd uh, use it the right the right way. How's fishing been up in your neighborhood? And you you've got a lot of the reservoir lakes to brag about. Yeah, and and uh, all of them uh, water come up quite a bit. Oh. Week and, that, and that's good. So uh, all of these uh, fall deluges we've been getting has got us back up to um, pretty normal lake levels. That's mm-hmm. that's good. It's nice to it's nice to it's nice to put these lakes away for winter in uh, in good shape. Yep, give juice them up. Don't, wanna, don't yeah, don't want to put them away empty. Yeah, <laughs> but fishing is good. Uh, we got. Crappies going on and high banks and a uh, few little walleyes coming off an uh, island still. It's it's worth fall, the fall fall fishing usually picks up from uh, the end of summer. Yeah, in the summer everything kind of slows down and pulls back, but uh, once the water starts to temps start to drop, 
um, they, they get they get a little more aggressive. They start eating bigger baits, yeah, and uh, they get they get hungry, and fishing gets good again till till they get capped over with ice. And you mentioned that was uh, High Banks on Fish Lake. Now I remember about thirty years ago learning about the High Banks on Fish Lake by watching people go. <clears throat> guys were circling. It was like a, a, a Ferris wheel, a pinwheel, round and round. You'd be in the good spot for a while, and then you had to move. Somebody else would go in there. And every time you got in that certain area, not far from the bank, the high bank, yeah. bungo, you got fish. Yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes you get a, a, a real decent school planted in one spot, and ah. people get it kind of figured out, and they keep on passing over it and passing over it and keep on grabbing a fish, grabbing a fish. And yep. That's that's kind of the pattern that uh, High Banks does every yeah. few years. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of fun. I mean, the, the camaraderie was interesting. Probably six boats or so. And, and then one wiseacre comes in uh, and wrecked everything. Yeah. You know, you got to... You get you get a system going where everyone's getting a shot, and then yep. you have someone come in and drop an anchor or something that kind of disrupts the the whole setup. But uh, to be honest, he had a fifty horse Merc, and uh, he took the hood off the motor. Oh, oh, oh. a little loud. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, a little loud and takes the takes the the, the feeding school and kind of. Puts the off switch on them. Exactly, exactly. Uh, some other lakes. Uh, let's see what else you got. Island Lake up the way, uh, and a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Island uh, fish, fish in Boulder. Boulder's still been been doing pretty decent. And then uh, Rice Lake. Everyone kind of likes to start their season there yep. when the when the weeds are down. And then in the the fall, the weeds start falling down, and the fishing can get pretty good again. Mm. But uh, usually, by the time that lake's getting ready for for the the first ice, um, there's less people fishing it and more people duck hunting it. So, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's definitely a good lake to have in the roster. Um, I had some uh, wonderful northern pikes caught <clears throat> in our boat uh, some years ago. As soon as you would put the boat in the landing there, you'd go to the right. Yep. There's kind of an open spot. Boy, that was good fishing. Just uh, topwater lures. Yeah, and it's a it's, it's about three feet deep there, so uh-huh. um, you, you don't you don't have to you don't the topwater lures. It's, pretty much what you want to be using otherwise you're going to be snagging up with this yeah it's pretty shallow stuff uh, there's some killer rocks it, in it, that lake yeah 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 if you don't know where you're going on rice like this there's a couple of older spots that uh have taken out a few transoms and props Woo-hoo. all right uh archery hours boy are you big on archery right now wow yeah yeah archery Especially on some of these rainy days you've been having lately, if it sure. if it gets uh, windy, cruddy, and stormy, all of a sudden the archery range is just 
stuff's full of people looking for something to do out of the weather, and that's a perfect day. That's great. storm day. That is just great. Yeah. Archie opens up every morning, 9 o'clock, and closes down 8 and uh, 7 on Sundays. Okay, and the bait shop? Bait shop opens up every morning at 6 o'clock, closes at 8 and 7 on Sundays. Okay. Johnny, we got to run. Keep a tight line. Enjoy the sweatshirt. You betcha. All right. Thank you. We'll be right back. I'm Rob Dreesland, and this is from the Pages of Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. Are you a white-tailed deer hunter interested in getting your deer tested for chronic wasting disease this hunting season? If so, stick around, because when we return, I'll share some tips on how you can get your deer tested. Minnesota's archery deer season is underway, and hunters have multiple options for getting their deer tested for chronic wasting disease. For starters, hunters can make an appointment to have their deer sampled at Minnesota DNR area wildlife offices. You can find your local wildlife office by going to mndnr.gov and simply searching wildlife area offices. Another CWD sampling option includes requesting a mail-in kit before hunting or using kits obtained but not used last year. To request a kit, simply go to mndnr.gov and search CWD testing options. You'll see a simple link there for a mail-in kit. On that same page, you'll see a link to the partner sampling program. The DNR is partnering with taxidermists across Minnesota to collect samples. Just click that Find a Partner link and you can find a taxidermist near you who will collect a lymph node sample from your deer for CWD testing. For complete details, go to mndnr.gov backslash deer hunt. I'm Rob Dreesline and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Read more at outdoornews.com. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Midnight special. You get up in the morning. Oh, we got to get going here. All right. Dave Miller, good morning from Northwest Outlet Superior. Oh, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave. And good morning, everybody. And yeah, it, it is a, a good morning. It's not raining out. <laughs> Beautiful sunrise this morning. And uh, kind of busy at the store today. We got uh, we got the, uh, the the TV station crew in here filming stuff for commercials because we're ready for winter. TV station? Well, wait a minute. Why don't you film yeah. on the radio? Well, you know, we tried that, <laughs> but it just didn't go over well. <laughs> oh. oh, we have to talk more on the radio. We can talk for three more minutes, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I, before I forget, again, it's yeah. reminding everybody that's living, that's out in the country, whether you're living there or whether you're hiking there, got to wear orange nowadays. Absolutely. And you don't have to wear it, but you yep. should wear it just to make sure that uh, that you stand out and uh, be safe. That's the big thing, be safe. The ladies of the lake, Secret Lake ladies, um, when they go for their walks at uh, 1030, every one of them is wearing some kind of loud color. <laughs> and, good, it, good. and you can't miss them. Yep. Oh, no, that's good. And, and you know, it's, it's been kind of crazy at the store. We, we've, got, we've got some orange stuff for yeah. sure. But, you know, that just this morning already, there's a couple guys in that are heading out camping yet. And and uh, and so it's it, it's it's a great time of the year. I, I, I hope that we don't need rain gear this weekend as mm. bad as we needed it last weekend. But, you know, there was a big mountain bike thing going on at Spirit Mountain. And yeah. 
I couldn't believe the people that were coming in looking for rubber boots and rain gear, but we had it. <laughs> Good. Oh, they didn't care about the color, though, did they? No, no, no. At that point, they did not care at all. It was just keep us dry. <laughs> now, well, legal, that was... legally, that blaze orange is, is the color, but isn't there another color you can wear also? Yeah, there's the blaze pink. You know, oh. And that kind of started off strong, and it, it's still out there, but I, it seems like it's... the what I see, and, and we don't get into it real, real big, but it still seems like the blaze orange is, has been the, the, the one that most people are looking for. Yeah, and you're right. Even walking to the mailbox to pick up oh, or yeah, yeah you got to have some orange on, really. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe put that uh, that tan color jacket away and, mm-hmm. and, and and go with a little bit of orange. But it's, it's you know, nowadays, too, the, I mean, we got another great day going today, but they're talking about the temperatures going below normal. And, and, and so it's like, for us, it's, it's the smart wool socks. It's the long underwear. It's the, you know, all that stuff. And then, then on top of that, like last weekend, especially the, the moms that were coming in with kids and getting the snow pants and the winter boots and stuff because they know that season's coming and they want to be able to get their choice of colors and sizes. And mm-hmm. we, were, we were busy helping out people getting all kinds of things ready. But, but it's, you know, the, looking at the rack, I see we don't have all of our choppers up yet, but we got a lot of the winter gloves and, and mitts out, um, the, all the socks, the hats. Man, there's there's hats all over the place. We got the rain gear. We got the North Face, the Columbia, all that winter clothing is out now. We, we did put away all the summer, the, the summer clearance stuff that was left is going to be on clearance next summer because we needed the space. But um, it's uh, and then the working guy, the Carhartt, the you know all of the the FR clothing, the regular Carhartt, the jeans. Um, we we got it. We're looking good. Somebody asked me what FR stood for, and I said fire resistant. Am I right? Yeah, fire, flame resistant, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we use that around here because everybody that comes in knows what they're looking for. But yeah. for those that aren't familiar, it's like I'm, I'll, I'll see them in the FR department looking, and it's like the prices are so high they can't believe it, but it's then you explain what it is and, and why it goes, and, and we try to have the best deals we can for everybody. boy, You're ours. We are open uh, Monday through Friday, 9 until 6, Saturday, 9 to 5.30. We're closed on Sunday. Folks, it's time to get outside and enjoy those fall colors. Uh, get the kids out, have fun, still check for ticks, and everybody have a great weekend, and thanks for watch or, watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you lost me on this song, but we've got Matt King with us with a little bit of soul. There you go. Morning, Matt. Morning. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you doing? How's the store doing? Good, good. Uh, it's uh, been uh, people getting ready for fall hunting mostly, but oh, yeah. uh, there is some guys getting out fishing yet. I got in some uh, heavy northern uh, decoys this last week, and I think I sold out uh, the last one there last night, but I'll get some more today. So we'll be uh, still going after those muskies, some of those guys. Uh, you know, it's good fishing in the fall for them. Oh, yeah. Are they catching those muskies? Have you heard? I haven't really got the report from them yet yeah. on that, you know. Uh, and, they're, you know, that that, that group is, uh, <laughs> let's just say, a little tight-lipped, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty secret. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Uh, I, I might have seen a couple, but I didn't uh, catch anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you got to cast all day to try and catch one fish, 
Uh, yeah. I can understand, I guess, why you don't really give up where you've been, uh, you know, getting some bites. So what, what lake was it? What lake was it? No, no, no. It was a river somewhere. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. <laughs> I, I recall, though, uh, one of my boys, we were in our boat up at uh, Cutfoot Winnie. I think we were on Cutfoot. And he had this ugly rubber lure that looked like a, sh- a well, it looked like something to put on your foot for traction. And he threw it towards this island, and I swear to God, that thing hadn't landed. Uh, and it was already in the mouth of a big norther. It's like he was waiting to catch it. Yeah, see it coming the whole way. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. It made a big, That's, yeah. Those things are fun, though, to fight. Those big northerns and big muskies. I mean, they just, uh, you know, they really... Uh, it, it, I understand why people go after them so much because the, the thrill of it once you hook into them is, yeah. is quite a fight. What what size line would a person put on their reel for a muskie? Just to be safe. A lot of, a lot of guys use uh, a lot of Power Pro, 60, 80 pound Power Pro. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, that stuff's pretty tough. And then they'll use uh, some of them too. I sell some uh, uh, 80 and 100 pound fluorocarbon leaders. Um, you know, which is, I mean, it's heavy, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's, you're, you're, you're going after fish that are, you know, 50 inch or bigger. So, um, you know, that's, that's, you gotta have something good on there. Uh, otherwise it, you go all day and, uh, you bust off on something that, yeah. uh, that ruins your day quick. Uh, would you put a steel leader on the last foot or so? Yeah, some yep, a lot of guys like to run steel leaders, or they'll like you say it depends on what they're doing, you know. But yeah, uh, heavy duty steel leaders good too. Um, and then like you say, some of them run that hundred pound, uh, you know, fluorocarbon. Wow. I know some uh, Seaguar hundred pound, eighty pound oh, fluorocarbon yeah. leader. You know. So, yeah, I've seen uh, that at your store. Um, have you caught a muskie on purpose? No. Not on purpose. I've got a couple uh, just by accident. Yeah. I never really go fishing for them. I, I've gone northern fishing quite a few times. But yeah. uh, the thing about northern fishing to me, it seems like I catch a lot of the small ones, and I see the big ones follow, but they don't usually hit it. Bingo. Uh, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but still fun, you yeah. know. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's there's guys uh, doing that. There's uh, some crappie fishing uh, starting to heat up here, too. Uh and uh, like you say, it's a fall hunting season. The grouse population uh, around the whole state has been really good. Really good, you bet. Do you yeah. have them in your yard up there in Hermantown? Oh, yeah. I almost hit one the other day on the <laughs> driveway there. He coming down, and he run out there, and he, he was like he didn't want to fly until he was about a foot in front of my vehicle there, and he fluttered into the woods. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're all over the place, I tell you. Um, I was up in that uh, Jesse Lake area last week, and... Oh. Uh, uh, I think we saw 11 on Friday, uh, and then uh, Saturday, not so much. It was raining and windy and, you know, uh, not very good. Do you have a uh, dog? Yes. Yep, yep. We uh, He got to retrieve some birds, and, uh, yeah, it was good. Next week, when we have more time, I'll tell you about the, uh, that Jesse Lake Trail and my dog. Sure. Uh, I almost left her there, but that's another story. Ours, please, for Fisherman's yeah. Corner, Pike Lake. We are uh, 8 to 7 Monday through Saturday and 8 to 5 on Sunday. Uh, 
Call us at 218-729-5369. We just got in a huge shipment of ammo, too, so come on up and check your own. All righty. Matt King, appreciate it. Thank you Thanks, very sir. much. See you later. Yeah. Well, we got to wrap it up, Dave. Seems like we just started. <laughs> yeah, it goes fast. It goes very fast. Well, it's time, what do they say? Times fly when you're having fun. Absolutely. Or time's fun when you're having flies. Uh, either way. Fly fishing, of course. <laughs> there you go. See ya. Thank you. <laughs>